Section 10 of Captain Billy's Whiz Bang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Kristen Hand. Captain Billy's Whiz Bang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920, by W. H. Fawcett. Seeing Los Angeles and Whiz Bang Bunk. Seeing Los Angeles by Jack Andrews. Rubbernecking via the Ballyhoe wagons has received a terrible setback in the beautiful city of the Angels. No more will the gossip hungry tourists be fed on the scandal of the movie colony from a megaphone in the hands of a husky voiced spieler. An edict has gone forth forbidding these caterers to whet the appetites of the unlearned and seeking visitors of Los Angeles to exploit the affairs of the celebrities in press agent fashion. Los Angeles officials contend that it is no nice way to entertain their guests where skeletons are said to exist in every closet in Hollywood. There is no question but what the moving picture business has a lot of deserving people in it, and some of the most admirable characters to be found are of the cinema crowd, but we have recently had a few stellar lights before the international eye in roles that were disgusting. Here are some of the utterances the city fathers say should be dispensed with. To your right, folks, is the home of Charlie, now used exclusively by Mildred and her mother, who is also her business manager. On your left is the home of Lottie, sister of Mary, who has a standing offer to fight any woman in the business. Jack, who is also one of the family, was living in the bungalow on Yonder Hill before his wife came back from New York. He left for Arkansas on the advice of his doctor the day before she arrived. He was also in the service during the war. Now, folks, this beautiful chateau on the right covering ten acres is the possession of an illiterate cowpuncher whose salary is greater than the president's. To your left is the former home of Mabel, when she wasn't at Vernon, and who is credited with staging a comeback after the star of Senate passed below her horizon. The one who was once called America's Sweetheart used to live in sweet simplicity in the white bungalow on the right. She used to be the idol of all children, but the page of her book is closed that the youth should learn aright. Is it any wonder that these rubberneck wagons did a thriving business in Los Angeles? It is said that each spieler tried to outrival his competitor, and from all reports the tourists were well supplied with scandal. Girls should remember that when they confide in a married woman, they are probably confiding in her husband also. Whiz-bang bunk As you show, so shall we peep. A shimmy dancer has to struggle for a living. Many a rough neck is hidden by a silk collar. Be it ever so homely, there's no face like your own. You can't feather your nest running after chickens. Keeping whiskey in your home is no crime, it's an art. Never slap children on the face, nature provides a more suitable place. Close the saloon and save the boys. Close the garage and save the girls. Sign in dry goods store. Our woolen underwear will tickle you to death. A short horn bull, 
A man called for hair restorer at the drugstore. The new clerk gave him something to apply. In the course of time, the man returned with a complaint. He declared the stuff powerful enough for some purpose, but not to grow hair. His head was as bald as ever, but he was getting two big lumps like coconuts on the top. The clerk looked at the empty bottle and turned ghastly pale as he exclaimed, My God, man, I've made a terrible mistake. I gave you bust, developer. Gosh, all hemlocks. Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of a bucket of beer. Up the street and down the line, I've got the bucket, who's got the dime? What's sauce for the goose? A colored woman and her husband were conversing together when the latter happened to express curiosity as to the meaning of the word propaganda, which he was constantly running across in the newspapers. Well, said his wife, I is not sure, but I thinks I know what propaganda is. For instance, with my first husband, I had one child, and two with my second. You're my third husband, and we hain't got none at all. Now, I'm the proper goose, but you ain't the propaganda. End of section 10.